Hey y'all, this is Paige. Welcome back to the Godcast, The Kindling. I'm so glad that I had someone that mentioned it, that it should be called a Godcast instead of a podcast, because it truly shows what our focus is, and I'm just excited to use the word, so bear with me. Uh, Sometimes I can be cheesy, and that's okay, because everybody gets to be cheesy every now and then. So, for episode three, I was going to do the episode about being stuck in Egypt, and how Moses had to be convinced that he was the one that God was calling to bring the people out of Egypt and out of that bondage. But then the world events that have been happening in the Ukraine with Russia, the situation that's going on over there, God put it back on my heart about being a warrior and standing on the wall. And I uh, used to be a member of a prayer network And we would, the different uh, prayer times of the day, the watches, the prayer watches, we, they, they pray the watch. And I used to pray certain watches and I still do. I still pray the watches on my own. I knew that I needed, that God had a different, uh, a, a different activity, not activity, but calling or season for me. So I am not in that network anymore. But it taught me so much about being an intercessor. And it also taught me, um, the reason that I was there is I was meant to be an inter, a prayer intercessor, a prayer warrior, a watchman on the wall, as they call it. And so this episode is about warriors and the battle plan and the mindset. And it's called Battle Plan of the Warrior. And I hope that you stay with me. And I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you share it with everybody. We're on podcast, uh, Apple Podcast. If you cannot uh, figure out how to how to get it to somebody, please let me know uh, either on social media or if you have my phone number, just text me, and I'll be able to send it to whoever. But I hope that you get something from it also. Okay, so what is a warrior? Well, the dictionary says a warrior is a person engaged or experienced in warfare. A person engaged in some struggle or conflict. So I've heard a soundbite recently on social media uh, of Pastor T.D. Jake saying, when you ask a woman to pray, women go to war. And so he's saying women are prayer warriors. And I think we are. I know that men can be prayer warriors also. But since we all have and I say all, I mean men and women both have different responsibilities and callings in the body of Christ. And there are things that men are supposed to do and pray and seek, and there are things that women are supposed to do and pray and seek. And why is that? That's because because God made us intentionally different. Intentionally, he made Adam, and then he intentionally put Adam to sleep And took one of his ribs from his side, not from his back, not from in front, from his side. And he made a woman. And he made her to be his partner. And he made her to be his helpmate. So we have a different responsibility in the body of Christ. And different ways that we're supposed to pray and activate ourselves in the body of Christ. So uh, we know that what we're in now, well, what we've always been in is spiritual warfare. We know that, okay? 
But with this going on now in the Ukraine, the different conflicts that are going on in our country, the different conflicts that are going on in the church, y'all, I mean, come on. This is spiritual warfare. And to overcome, you have got to fight. But you have to know how to fight. We have to become warriors and you have to be able to know how to do that. Because it's the truth that we know that sets us free. Okay? The truth we know. So now without knowing why I was doing it at the time, uh, in the middle of the storm of what the season of the storm that is still going on in my life, but uh, it was basically the beginning. You know, God had so much that he had to break me completely down to the point where the only thing I could do was look at him for him to show me, this is what I want for you. This is what I have for you. And this is what I need you to do. And I had to be willing. I had to be broke down and willing. And I knew that everything that was happening to be, to me, was to be a testimony, to bring me up out of the ashes. So I began studying warriors about two years ago. I had no clue why I wanted to do it. But I was on YouTube and I found Marcus Luttrell's podcast, but it was like a video, it was the YouTube video recording of his podcast. It's called Team Never Quit. And Marcus's determination to stay alive when Operation Red Wing went south, his determination to stay alive and make it out, it was never quit. That, ha- that is how we have to be in the body of Christ. Team never quit. So I started uh, reading about him. I started seeing in his podcasts he had other special forces operators, whether they were Green Berets, Navy SEALs, Delta Force, um, the elite force in the Marines. He's had all of those warriors on his show. He's not the only one. Mike Ritland has a show. Sean Ryan has a show. These warriors have seen the worst of the worst in war. And they've been affected by it. Yet these warriors have stood up and started to take what the devil meant for evil and turn it to good. Okay, so that's what uh, that's what they were doing. And I was wanting to know, uh, I spent time reading about them, the elite military groups, top tier one operators, tier one operators is what I was reading about. And I was I was watching documentaries and I was listening to them. A lot of them are on the uh, the speaking circuit. They go and they speak, not necessarily motivational speaking, but but speaking to corporations and speaking to employees about about don't quit, don't give up. Um, things could be worse, uh, but they're not, or they are, and you just need to to keep your head up, you know. So uh, the training that they went to, I had to I had to immerse myself, or I I love the word saturate, because I saturate in God's word, or I saturate in worship. Well, I saturated in learning what training they went through and why. It fascinated me, and I had no clue why. I had to learn what made them tick and what what they trained and learned. I had to learn the warrior mentality because these men are truly warriors. I had to learn strategy also. 
So I had to understand what to do when I thought I had exhausted everything. I had to learn that the true meaning of the phrase, if there's breath in my lungs, I won't give up and I won't stop. That's something that I heard several Navy SEALs saying. When it got down to just nothing, there was still breath in their lungs. They wouldn't give up and they wouldn't stop. Now, as spiritual warriors, we have the ultimate equipment. We've got the armor of God. Okay, so God spoke about that in Ephesians 6. Now, I'm going to get my New King James Version out. And this this Bible, one day I, I just want to do a video uh, somehow of uh, this is my Bible. Okay, because this Bible is saturated. This Bible is worn out. This Bible is from the 90s. This Bible's got some duct tape on the outside and it's missing a few things and the binding is broke. But it's my Bible. And it's saturated and it's marinated. And I love it. So, let me get back to this. Okay. Because I can get off off on the tangent and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Ephesians 6. So, that's where we're going. So, Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. Now, I'm not going to read. Uh, it's verse 10. And I'm sorry. Not verse 10. Yes, it is. Starting in verse 10 and down to basically down to verse 20. Now, I'm not going to read 10 verses to you. What I'm going to do is, is I'm just going to tell you what the armor of God is. Okay, so we have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. We have the belt of truth. And we have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Friends, that is some mighty, mighty words. If you get a chance, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. It is to understand and to take the anointing or the anointed um, stance of the armor of God. Man, that'll make you feel like, like, like you, you need to be on the battlefield. Or at least it does me. And it, it gets me... It gets me back into my right-mindedness when it comes to uh, walking with God and talking with Him and staying on task to be able to complete my mission. This is all warrior mentality and all warrior vocabulary. And, and it, it's so prevalent and so important for us to do this in this time, okay? Such a time as this. We learned this for such a time as this. There's never been another time on earth or in in all of time that's like this. And we've been made for it. We just have to step into it. So we have the armor, okay? And with this armor... We are the watchmen on the wall. You know, back in medieval times, they would build castles and they would have a walkway. They would build the walls um, thick and then at the top there would be a walkway so that soldiers could walk and protect uh, the different, whether it was a wall around a castle or it was a wall around an entire city, the soldiers would walk that wall, okay? So with this armor... We are the watchmen on the wall. We are intercessors protecting against the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, that's biblical, y'all. 
Now I'm going to go back to my new King James and I'm going to John 10, 10. Okay. John 10, 10. I was actually at John 10, 10 already, but then I realized I needed to go in, into the, the, into the sword and the armor of God. And I needed to look at that first. So now I, here I am. And I know you can hear my Bible moving and uh, just stay with me here, okay? So John 10, 10 in the New King James says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they have it more abundantly. That's written in red, y'all. I don't, uh, if it's a New King James Version of King James and some of the other versions, if it's written in red, it's what he said. It's what Jesus said, okay? And this is him talking to the people. I am, it says, uh, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, meaning Jesus, has come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now remember, I also read the Passion Translation, okay? So I'm in John 10, 10, John 10, 10 of the Passion Translation. Now this one blew my doors off, okay, friends? It says in John 10, 10 of the Passion Translation, it says a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. God wants us overflowing, y'all. God wants us overflowing, and he sent Jesus to help us make that happen. Okay? Now, that's some, that's some good reading, and that's some, that's some good insight right there, okay? So we, we read the Passion Translation and the New King James Version. So how does Jesus come to give us life when he says, I come to bring you, to give you life and life more abundantly? Well, the way that he gives us life is through his word, through the word of God, through your Bible. That is, it might have been written by mere men, but those words were given to them by God. He had to use some way to get it done. And he used men. People want to take it and make it so literal. Well, that's just really a story. It's not just a story, guys. It's not just a story. Jesus' blood was shed on the mercy seat to get rid of our sins so that we could be made righteous in God's eyes. I'm so sorry, but the Spirit is filling me right now. So incredible. The presence of God is here. And it's such an incredible love. And such an incredible feeling to feel that kind of love, to know that Jesus' life was taken and his blood was shed on the mercy seat to get rid of our sins. Everything I've ever done, and God already knows what I've done. He also knew, he knows every step I'm going to take from here out because he knew me before I was born. And friends, he knows you too. He knows everything that you've done that you've never told anybody about. He knows uh, the, the things that you think nobody knows. He knows. He knew before you did it because he knew you before you were born. He knew you before you were even a seed. He knew you. And you want to know something? He loves you. He loves you so much. As a parent, I know that I have an unending love for my kids. 
But that doesn't even explain the depth of the love that God has for us, y'all. It just doesn't. It's not even, it's not even, uh, there's not even an ability to put it in words how much he loves us. Okay? That's why he gave us his word so that we could learn. We can learn that the sword of the spirit is the word and that the only way we can use that sword correctly We can use the sword all day long, and people do it every day, y'all. But they don't do it correctly a lot of the time. They'll take one piece of a scripture. uh, And the best example that I can use is people will say, well, money's the root of all evils. No, it's not. That's not scriptural, y'all. Friends, that is not scriptural. The scripture says the love of money is the root of of all evils. When you make money, you put money above everything else and everybody else, you are making money your God. Not just you, but anybody. And and I don't know if this is for me to keep understanding or if it's for somebody that's listening to this, but when you put something so important in your life that you can't, you cannot not give it power or not give it worth, Friends, that, that's making it your God. And all transparency here, okay, because I'm not perfect. Uh, when the storm happened in my life, I, I made my husband more important than God. I've never told anybody that. This is the wildest recording. <laughs> but the fact that uh, my I made our relationship or mending our relationship and the repair of our relationship that I thought could happen, I made that my God. And I, I I had to be broke down. There's nobody above God, friends. There's nobody that should be in your life above God. He is there when no one else is. He's there when no one else can be. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us because he loves us no matter what. It's un- it's the truth of unconditional love. So back to what we're talking about, though. Uh, the only way that we can use the sword correctly is to train with it. Just like soldiers train with weapons of all kinds in order to use them properly. Weapons of, we're talking uh, war, you know, weapons, guns, ammo, tanks, stuff like that to cyber uh cyber weapons and satellites and things that we can that can be done it's not just the US but all nations have some type of weaponry well just like soldiers train with weapons of all kinds in order to use them properly and safely key is safely here okay when the time comes the only way that it, that a soldier knows how to properly use his gun is if he trains with it for when the time comes. Some soldiers before, uh, I would say before the 90s when uh, the Gulf War happened and stuff, um, I would think that some soldiers went through their entire time in the army, their military life, and may have never fired their gun except in training. But that's okay. They learned what to do with it. Okay? But we have to learn how to use weapons properly and safely when the time comes and the word of god has to 
has uh, we've got to learn about it and how to use it properly. Okay, so how does one train to battle in spiritual warfare? How do you train to be a prayer warrior? Well, you read God's word. You read the whole word, just like I said with with the scripture, money is the root of all evil. That's not the whole scripture. You do not use God's word partially. It's all or nothing, y'all. You know, there's a scripture talking about being on the fence. You can't be hot. You can't be lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold. So you can't be sitting on the fence and decide which side you want to tip. Okay? And and y'all, I'm I'm not trying to call anybody out or anything because this is stuff I had to learn too. And I am transparent. And I had to learn it. And I'm still learning it. Every day is a learning experience for me with God. And I'm not mad about it. Okay? It's amazing, y'all. It really is. So... You got to read God's word, the whole part of it, not part of the scripture, not what sounds good at the time. You got to read the whole thing, okay? Man, woman, and child all need to learn what God's word says about our lives and our destiny, okay? I don't care how old you are. You can start learning at any age. If you have breath in your lungs, God has not counted you out, friends. He has not. So it doesn't matter if you're two and you can't comprehend it yet, but your mom and dad is speaking word into you at night when they read you books, they read you stories of the Bible. Or if you are 90 years old and you still are kicking and kicking strong and you have nothing wrong with your ticker, then you better be getting yourself some some uh, holy scriptures, some holy uh, some holy weaponry. My friend, you need to be speaking God's word and worshiping God and thanking him because his word is, it says everything about our lives and our destiny. Okay. And the devil is banking on ignorance. Ignorance means that you have no knowledge. Okay. Ignorant is not, it's not the term. It doesn't mean dumb. Okay. It doesn't mean dumb. And I know I'm sounding a little country today and I'm not trying to but it doesn't sound dumb it doesn't mean dumb ignorance means not knowing so the devil is banking on us being ignorant he's banking on the fact that people don't know or realize that he's already been defeated by Jesus okay he's already he's already lost he's banking that we won't open the book Open the Bible and find this out. And that way he can keep us in bondage. Fear, depression, anxiety, addiction of any kind. That's all bondage, friends. That's all bondage. And that's what he wants us to think is how our life is going to be. Anything that is not in scripture and not of love, friends, that's the devil. And I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar. He is a liar, okay? I read I read once that a prayer warrior is one who is connected to God intimately and consistently, and they consistently seek to learn more about him from his word, and that they use their prayer time as a battleground for change. As Dr. Tony Evans calls it, he says to bring heaven to earth, you need prayer. Friends, that's how you bring people, 
That's how you bring yourself into the word of God. That's how you bring yourself into the presence of God. Now, you don't have to know how to do it. There's no, you know, I know that we have man-made doctrine, which is religion, man-made doctrine. We have it where they say, well, you have to pray this prayer like this, or you have to say this many prayers, or you have to go see somebody. No, friend, you can sit, you can lay in your bed. You can sit in your recliner. You can be, you can be baking. You can be anywhere. You can be sitting in traffic and you just talk to God. Talk to God like I'm talking to you right now, okay? Because he, he is the lover of your soul, okay? So you can come to him honestly. Ladies, if you are having uh, marital situations that maybe your husband's not acting like a husband, okay? Maybe he has, maybe he has abused you and, or maybe, you know, and you had to get out or maybe that you've decided that you're unequally yoked and we are not meant to be unequally yoked from our spouse, whether it's the man realizing that he is unequally yoked or it's the woman and you've decided through prayer and you've decided that the, the thing that you're feeling that you're hearing is that you are, you are alone you can have God be your husband, okay? You can have him act. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but truly, God can, let God be your husband. Let him show you how you're supposed to be loved. And it's in his word, y'all. It's in his word how he's supposed to, how we are supposed to be loved. And it's, it's just anywhere. Just let the let the Bible fall open in your lap because God's gonna make a way for you to read the thing that he wants you to read. Or if you just sit down and go, okay, God, what am I reading today? And then you just open it wherever he says to open it. And you may not even hear him say, well, go to John 4.12. No, you may just open up to John 4.12. And evidently, that's where you need to, to read, okay? So to make this lifestyle, make this make prayer a lifestyle and the warrior, the prayer warrior mentality a lifestyle, you got to pray daily. You got to make it a habit, you know, I've heard 21 days, it takes 21 days to create a habit. Make it a habit. Put an alert on your phone. Uh, get the version app and not only read the daily scripture, but then set yourself an alarm to remind you to have five minutes alone with God. Just start with five minutes. If you have to, start with two minutes. Do the next, one thing that I always say is do the next right thing for the next 15 minutes. And if that means that you spend 15 minutes doing nothing but saying the name Jesus, there's power in that word. There's power in that name, friends. It is there, okay? So, and you're also, you need to pray boldly and fervently and never stop. Again, that's daily. That's the routine, okay? When you pray, pray expecting expect change y'all just like when you go to the grocery store i expect to be able to find food i expect to be able to get gas when i go to the gas station and put it in my car well you know what when i go to god i expect to be filled i expect to be able to rejoice and i expect to be able to come to him in all of my brokenness and all of my failures and he's still gonna love me and he's still gonna say Paige, it's okay I love you, baby. It's okay. And there's new mercies every day. So all you got to do is rest. And we'll wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. And I'm going to stand right next to you. 
And you're never going to have to stand alone. And when you're when you act, you have to make sure big decisions, little decisions, what to eat, what not to eat, when to go somewhere, whatever. Make sure that God is in those decisions. It sounds frivolous or it sounds Honestly, some people would say that sounds ridiculous. Why does God have to be in my decision of what gas station to go to? Because you have to make him a part of every decision in your life. That means when you do that, that is practicing. That is getting into and learning how to uh, how to safely use your prayer warrior weapons. Because then you will be able to act when he tells you to. Okay, so if you're in the drive-thru at McDonald's and all of a sudden you hear, pay for the guy in the white truck's food. And you're like, I, I know I didn't just hear that. Or why would I think about paying for the guy in the white truck's food? Well, that's because God told you to. Because he needs that, he needs you to be the vehicle that he blesses someone through. Okay. And one of the prayers that I always say is, God, love people through me. That's a loaded prayer, y'all. Y'all better be careful and, and be ready if you actually ask God earnestly to love people through you. Because he's going to ask you to show his love and his mercy and his grace to people that you don't really want to. Because they've hurt you for some reason. Or people that it's not popular to show them mercy and grace. But you do it because he told you to. When you're scared or you, you feel like the devil's trying to beat you up, man, pray anyway. Pray through that fear. Pray through the anxiety. Pray through the depression. Pray through the heartbreak, okay? Pray to him. Even if all you can sit there and do is say, Jesus, I'm so numb. I don't even know what to say to you right now. I, I don't. Can you just sit with me? You know, just even if you just say Jesus or grace or mercy or worship, you say those, even if you just say one word, y'all. So then you use prayer as discipleship, okay? You teach others what you learn. You know how you teach them? It's when you don't even realize you're teaching somebody. When you are acting and praying and staying focused, having laser focused on this, okay? And you stay with your prayer times and you start um, outwardly showing, whether it's sharing on social media, whether it's um, the way that you talk to people, whatever it is, you're showing people and you're discipling people and you don't even realize it because your life is your ministry, okay? Your life is teaching others how you got through something, and how you are how you learned and what you learned. Friends, to me, the warrior mentality is the only way that I actually know how to be laser focused. This is a calling that I have. Um, this battle plan, it's not perfect. I don't think any battle plan is, even if we're talking about military battle plans. I don't think there's ever been an absolutely 100% cut and dry down to the millisecond or anything else you want to call it, perfect battle plan. But the perfect battle plan, there ha well, I take that back. There, there is a, a perfect battle plan, and there's only one. And it's not been done by any man. It was, it's the Bible. That's the battle plan. So, friends, if you are 
having times right now where you can't you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel you feel like you're so down that you just can't go sit in church or you you can't stand to even think about opening your bible that's when you have to do it okay do it anyway do it anyway feel anyway just love hard love god and let him love you hard because when you let him love you hard and you break it down and you just surrender to him, y'all, that feeling, I can't even put it in, in words. It's made me a better person. I'm not perfect. I'm by far not perfect. And I don't get all of these things right daily, okay? And people in my life know it. I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to learn in my finances. I have a lot to learn in my walk with Christ. I have a lot to learn as a parent. And I have a lot to learn as a wife. But I have to learn how to be God's child first in order to be good at any of that stuff, okay? And being transparent is how I break it down so that someone can use my life as a living, breathing testimony to come to God and get that love for themselves. Friends, I really thank you for listening to this podcast. You have no clue how good it makes me feel to know that even just a few people listen. Uh, if you know anyone that, that may get something from it, please share it with them. And uh, keep staying in tune. Uh, are tuned. I don't always speak the right words, but stay tuned because it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing because God's going to drop something in my spirit. And that's the only way I get ideas. And that's why it's a random time that I do the episodes because this is not me. This is God. And this is the avenue that he wants me to use to be able to reach everyone he wants me to reach. Guys, I love you so much. God loves you so much. I thank you for listening. And if you if you know that you need to be closer to God or that you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if you'll just pray with me now, if you have a family member that you know needs to come to God, pray this prayer for them. It's a seed sown in prayer, okay? Lord Jesus, I'm broken. I don't know what else to do. I know I fell away from you. I know that there's a possibility that I never even knew you. And I just went through it through the motions. Or I've never gone through it through the motions. And I just want to ask you to forgive me of my sins. I know you know all of them. You're the only one that knows every single thing about me. No matter what, backwards and forwards. I'm so sorry. I repent. I repent to you, God. Because you are the ultimate judge. You are the, the high priest. You are the maker. And I know that you made me for great things. And Father God, I, I, I want Jesus to come into my heart so that I can start being a warrior on the wall, standing shoulder to shoulder with Jesus, to be able to, to fight the good fight, to be able to use every tool that you gave me to have a happy life, to have a prosperous life, to have an anointed life. Father, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if you prayed that or if you have a family member that you prayed it for, God is going to answer that seed. I'm in agriculture and I know that when you sow a seed into the ground, it takes 90 days for the harvest. So 
if you have to get literal with yourself and with God, get a calendar. Do 90 days from the first day and your words are power. We've talked about the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Make sure that you do not speak negative. Do not speak death. Anything negative is not of God. Don't speak negative on it. Look at the calendar. Do 90 days out and make sure every day you do nothing but speak pos- Excuse me, positive on that situation. And you get into God's word. And I promise even five minutes of going in and finding a scripture. Maybe looking on the version app and reading the verse of the day. Maybe start one of the Bible plans that they have on there. And I'm telling you, yes, the, the devil will get angry and he will make things difficult because he's had you for so many years and he's not going to give up as easy as some people think because he still wants you to not get the full truth. But keep focusing on the truth, friends. And I'm telling you, when you get those deliverances or that family member gets those deliverances, man, that's the that's one of the best things. I, it's the best thing since sliced bread. I can tell you that. So I love you. I want you to know I love you. Uh, and you can find me on social media. If you need prayer, find me on social media, Facebook. Uh, I'm Paige Price on Facebook. I am Paige Price on uh, on Instagram or Paige Price Bachelor on Instagram. And uh, just find me and just... You know, send me what you need prayer for. I will put you on the on my prayer list and, and I will raise you up in prayer and stand in agreement for you. Even if all you want to say is unspoken, I, I will pray God's will in your life. Okay? I love you again. I know I've said that two or three times, but I just love you. I love God. I love the the love of God and I love being able to share it. And I love sharing it in this way. So have a great week, a great weekend, a great month. Let's make it an amazing one and let's stay in the word of God. Until next time, y'all.